Yo, what's good to all of our Chips in the Dip listeners? I know y'all been waiting for this episode. It's been a couple weeks. We've been slacking, Robert. <laughs> yeah, we really have. We've been slacking. Our, our fans, our listeners, you know, some of them are getting mad at us, asking me where the podcast has been, but it's back now. After mm-hmm. All right, yesterday... Um, it was your basically your yearly mega trade in the NBA. Uh, James Harden. It was a four team deal, but it's all about James Harden. Um, basically forcing himself to the destination he wanted to go, which was the Brooklyn Nets, and they formed a super team with three of the top ISO scores in the league: Kyrie Irving, James Harden, and Kevin Durant. Uh, so before this trade, they were they were actually looking really great with Kyrie and KD. But then last week, Kyrie just is off the radar completely. He hasn't responded to any of the Nets, even Kevin Durant. They have very minimal minimum uh, communication. And there's reports saying that Kyrie Irving was mad about the Steve Nash hire and that he didn't have enough say in that. And they were already a bad defensive team, and now they add James Harden. I don't know how this is going to work at all. But at peak, at their peak, at their ceiling, they are would be one of the best offensive teams in NBA history. Yeah, fact. <laughs> you can't really stop them because if one of them is off that day, they can just pass to the other one. That dude can ISO for the for half the game. They got Joe Harris who can. Shoot forty-five percent from three. They got DeAndre Jordan, who can just get rebounds, I guess, and play defense. They got. So it's just going to be interesting to Shemette. pay attention to this team. Hmm? They also got like Shamet or Landry Shamet. Yeah. I don't like, think he's been doing too good this year, though. Yeah, and like so Cabaret, he's shooting thirty-three percent. Yeah, nah. Bench, their bench is depleted now. They came in. I mean, the past couple of years, the Nets have been a team based off depth and you know, mm-hmm. just good offensive like display, like not money ISO, it's just like good team basketball. And yeah. now they I I... they traded or Dinwiddie goes out for the year and they traded Lavert and Jared Allen. Yeah, I think an important player off the bench that I've seen a lot of people talking about on Twitter is Bruce Brown. They traded for him from the Pistons. He could be a pretty good 3 and D-ish player off the bench. He's a point guard. And yeah. He can play defense. So, I mean, you, you got to take what you can get off the bench now once you trade your entire team away for one player. Yeah, and in the playoffs, all that really matters is if you have star power, and they clearly do. So that's what it's going to come down to. A seven game yeah. series. Are they gonna are these three players gonna drop 25, 30 points, which they definitely will. Mm-hmm. But they have no defense. I'm not really yeah. worried about the bench. Because when it comes to playoff time, it's about stars and just scoring. But you have no defense, which is what I yeah. don't like. Yeah, at center especially. They they have DeAndre Jordan and their other listed center is Nicholas Claxton, who I yeah. think is a rookie. So and the Sixers, they're a top defensive team. The Bucks, they're a top defensive team. Celtics are not very good defensive team too. I mean, like the yeah. Nets are gonna be like 
bottom five defense in the league probably. Yeah, they're going to – DeAndre Jordan's going to have to play like 48 minutes a game every single game to provide any interior defense on the team. They got Jeff Green, I guess. I don't know <laughs> what he can do. Yeah, Jeff, Jeff Green's solid. Yeah. But, like, Kevin Durant, I mean, he he's came back – he's come back almost the exact same, probably the exact same as before, averaging 30 points a night. Uh, Harden's about – 10, 15 pounds overweight, and he's already not a great defender. Kyrie doesn't play any defense. Yeah. Harris isn't known as a defender. Like, they're just – there's no they're defense. Gonna, they're going to struggle to guard Giannis in the playoffs. They're going to have to – I'm saying, like, it's matchups because, like, the teams that have beat Giannis in the playoffs are the Raptors and Heat. They had size and perimeter defense. They built walls. They had big centers. They had yeah. big four. And – the Nets do not have that. <laughs> yeah, but, and their perimeter defense isn't good either. So, yeah, like they, he have but they had Butler, Crowder, Iguodala, then they had Bam down low, and yeah, the Raptors had um, Pascal, they had Kawhi, they had I think OG played in that series. I can't remember, but they had Serge Ibaka and Gasol. Mm-hmm. But um, who do you, as of right now, who do you have going to the finals in the East? I mean, I had the Nets at the beginning of the season, and I feel like, I feel like the, uh, I still have the Nets. I think they're going to be able to score enough to overcome their defensive issues, and I think a lot of defense is just effort, like giving effort, going for loose balls and stuff like that. So, come playoff time, if they can step up the effort a little bit maybe get a few defensive stops here and there in key moments. They have enough star power that they can just be any team they want. Yeah, that's true. I had I had Bucks at the beginning of the year. I'm going to stick with that until I see that's over the next couple of months. But as of now, I'm sticking with the, uh, the Bucks. I love what they did by getting Drew Holiday. So they have they have a little they have a mini big three. It's not like the Nets big three, but they they have a big three. Yeah, they have Middleton, who's an all star, and Holiday is an all star caliber player. He hasn't made an all star team, but he is an all star caliber player. And then the reigning MVP Giannis with shooting around them. Yeah, but that's who I have. I wanted to see Harden go to the Sixers, though. I thought that would have been more interesting. Mm-hmm. Like the balance, the balance would have been better to me. Yeah, I don't know if they like giving up Ben Simmons though. Yeah, they didn't. They, they didn't want to give up Ben Simmons and Tyrese Maxey, who's been playing really yeah. well this year. And I think they wanted Matisse Thybul, who the Sixers like a lot. Mm-hmm. Two young players and former number one pick Ben Simmons, who hasn't hasn't really improved since his rookie year, which drives me crazy. Yeah, I think if, I think if I was the Sixers, I would have done the trade though, because like I would you're have gonna too. give up a lot of young young pieces. But like, if you have James Harden and Joel Embiid, you can you can compete for a championship. And right now, with Ben Simmons not being able to shoot, they're limited in the playoffs. So yeah, I I, mean, I really thought that, I thought the Sixers were gonna do it because the gems Daryl Morey, and yeah. that's who basically started the Harden. Like everything, kind of, and 
I thought they were going to do it. And Harden is going to be at this level for another two to three years. And if yeah. you pair that with Embiid, who right now um, is the front-leading candidate for MVP and Defensive Player of the Year at, through two weeks, I mean, like, you have something crazy right there. Yeah. I think they should have yeah, I think they should have done it too. I got Bucks and Lakers still, but over the next couple months, I'm uh we're gonna see over about that the Nets team. Mm-hmm. I think at the very least, it's gonna provide some nice headlines. Definitely. <laughs> uh, just, I mean, what if Kyrie doesn't even want to come back and play basketball? Like that is actually a relevant question right now. Yeah, that just doesn't make any sense. Like even a Kyrie. Go ahead. You got Kyrie who doesn't want to play. You have Harden who is also like not in shape apparently and doesn't also didn't kind of want to play. So Kevin Durant seems like the normal person on this team. Oh my gosh. Kevin Durant, he made it's like I don't even know. Like he chose he went from Steph Curry to Kyrie Irving, like complete opposites. <laughs> And Kevin Durant can leave next year. So the Nets had to do – they had to get Harden because they're unsure about Kyrie right now. Yeah. So at least you have Harden and KD. Mm-hmm. But what if what if Kyrie retires? I mean, Stephen yeah, A. It'd be, it'd be horrible for the Nets if they, like, trade all these picks and it turns out, like, their other trade for, like, Kevin Garnett and uh, oh Paul Pierce. Goodness, they screwed their franchise. Yeah, that would be insane. They're the same as saying that the Nets, the Nets might be able to just void um, Kyrie's contract and just get rid of it. <laughs> like, like I don't. What is he doing? He was caught camera at a birthday party, and he said the reason for the first game he misses, he just didn't want to play. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, I have no clue. I mean, LeBron made Kyrie work for three years. KD couldn't make it work for two weeks. <laughs> oh no! All right. Crack. Yeah, I don't know. Um. All right. So NFL playoffs divisional round is up. There's a lot of great games. Um. Who do you who do you think is under the most pressure this weekend, or what team, what player? I would have to go with the Saints. Because solely because next year they're right now they're 95 million under the cap or over the cap, however you say it. So they have to cut so many contracts that next year I don't know if there's any possible way they can be Super Bowl contenders next year. So I think this is their last year with Drew Brees. A lot of players on their team that have large contracts are gonna have to let all most of their free agent players go. So I'd say the Saints or the Buccaneers because. Tom Brady's getting older every year, but we see that he he doesn't really age. Yeah, I'm expecting Brady to be relatively at this level again next year. That's insane to say. And yeah. there's like three teams or players that like I won't argue that have the most pressure, and the Saints are one of them. I even think that Tampa's under more pressure just in that game because they've already lost two this season to them. Mm-hmm. To lose three straight. You added Tom Brady, Antonio Brown. I don't know. I just feel like you got you can't go zero and three versus your divisional opponent. Yeah, but 
I get where you're coming from. I actually think that I think Mahomes and the Chiefs are under the most pressure, just because it's a it's a ten point it's a ten point favorite, and the Chiefs defense hasn't been playing as good as it has in the past year or two, and you can there. I mean, Mahomes will still be considered the best quarterback if he loses one playoff game against the Browns, but. I mean, you could argue Rodgers would be better if he wins. I mean, he had the better season. I don't know. Just losing to the Browns is not a good look if you're the reigning Super Bowl champs. Yeah. I think – yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think the Browns are going to cover the spread most likely because the Chiefs starters realistically haven't played in like three weeks. So yeah. they're going to be – they're not going to be fresh walking into it. The Browns are built kind of like the Raiders were when they – when they beat him all the way back in like week four, if they can run the ball and then stop the big play from happening and make the, the chiefs have a long sustained drive down the field. I think they can keep it close. I don't think they can win, but I think there is pressure on the chiefs. That's what, that's what I'll say. Yeah. The, um, the way to beat the chiefs that's worth most is just like, you want them in a shootout. Mm-hmm. Like their record when yeah. teams score 30 points, it's more balanced, but you're going to have to score 35. And the, the Browns are a run-first team, which is a formula to beat the Eagles. But, I mean, the Mahomes and them are going to you keep them off for a long time or not. Yeah. Do you, or can the – who's going to the Rams or the Browns? Um, I honestly will say the Rams because their defense is just so good. They shut down the uh, who, I'm drawing a blank right now. They shut down the Seahawks yeah. last week, like completely. They shut them down completely. They got lockdown corners. Jalen Ramsey's going to be on Devonte Adams. I don't know if Aaron Donald's going to be fully healthy for the game. I haven't seen a report on that yet, but I think that. If they can keep it low scoring, they can get enough just to edge out the Packers. I agree. I think the Rams are more likely to pull up the upset. I don't even think that one's that much of an upset. Jared Goss playing, mm-hmm. and Aaron Donald is mostly playing. Cooper Cup, I don't know yet. He's questionable right now. Yeah. Which he's going to need to be in that game. But yeah, I think I think both teams are going to cover the spread there. But yeah, I, I think, think both the Rams have a better chance. I think the Packers. I'm gonna predict the Packers win by three, just because mm-hmm. they're so balanced on offense, and Aaron Rodgers is the MVP of the league. So yeah. they can run the ball. They have a couple of different running backs, and they also have Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, and got a couple other decent receivers. But Aaron Rodgers threw like. 46 touchdowns this year. Yeah. They're going to get their points on the board. It's going to be up to Jared Goff. Can he make, can he make the plays down the field? <laughs> and the yeah, Packers, the Packers, did slow down, the Packers did slow down Derrick Henry and the Titans a couple weeks ago. And the Rams are a run first team too with Cam Akers. And he's, they've been running the ball very well. So that that's yeah. can, can the Packers stop the run? Because if they can't, I mean, the pack or the Rams will be right there. 
Yeah, then they got the whole play-action game. Jared Goff's going to have easier throws downfield. They can go through all that Sean McVay stuff. Exactly. If the Packers don't stop the run, it's going to be a very tough, tough game. Yeah. And we touched on the Browns just a little bit. Their defense, the Browns' defense is very suspect. But their offense is loaded. Baker, Baker has turned – he's – excuse me. He's, like, turned the corner almost. Uh, their head coach, Kevin Tensky, Um, he's handed a lot of help for that and their run game and the offensive line. But Baker is showing – Baker's showing right now that he was the number one pick. I think that's – I think that's easy to say. Yeah. I think it's just Stefanski completely turning him around this year. You can see what good coaching does to a quarterback, so – Exactly, and and they have the personnel, and they improve the offensive line. But Baker Baker's doing his thing. It's not yeah, not like he's just game managing. Like I think he's doing a little something more than that. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't even have Odell anymore either. So yeah, but they got the two headed monster in the backfield. Then they got their number one receiver Jarvis Landry. They, they got some other weapons like. Baker's just spreading the ball around, and they're running the ball. Yep. What's the next game? Okay. Baltimore and Buffalo. That is an interesting game. Who do you have? Um, I think I'm going to take Buffalo just because – yeah, I think I'm going to take Buffalo. I think Josh Allen's been going crazy the last couple weeks here. I don't see him really slowing down. The Ravens' defense is really good, but I think – I think Buffalo just with their offense, their defense is, I guess, like middle of the pack. I think they can shut down the Ravens enough so that they can they can win this game. I really like I think this is gonna be a really good game though. It's gonna be really close. Yeah, I actually it hates me to I hate to say this, but I actually have the Ravens winning. Um I didn't like how the the Bills played last week against the Colts. And the the Ravens the Ravens defense I think is going to slow the Bills offense down a little bit. Um, I think they're going to be a little more disciplined in containing Josh Allen, their defensive line, and their, their corners in their secondary are much more skilled, and they create more turnovers than the Colts, I believe. If not, it's neck and neck. And instead of going against Philip Rivers, they're dealing with Lamar Jackson. Which I think is an absolute problem, but I think this might be the most entertaining game. Yeah, I think this is gonna be the most entertaining game. This one or the Saints and Bucks to me. They're yeah. all they're all super intriguing, but this one stands out to me. It's the two quarterbacks from the same draft class. Both teams have both of them have one playoff win under themselves now. Mm-hmm. The chance to get to the AFC Championship. This one's super intriguing to me. Yeah, I think it's going to come down to Lamar Jackson versus Josh Allen in the end, most likely here. Whichever one can play better, I think is going to is going to have the edge in this game. Yeah, I think it's a three point game though. Either way, yeah, game winning game winning field goal for either team. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Justin Tucker hits the game winning like 52 yarder. That's my that's my prediction. Okay. <laughs> I called it. No, no, we're not doing that. He is a Ravens fan, though. 
Yeah, I'm calling a 52-yard game-winning field goal by uh, Tucker <laughs> as the time expires. Lamar, Lamar, and them—they're gonna march down the field and get it, get him in field goal range. Okay. And okay, so we have the showdown of the old men: uh, Drew Brees and Tom Brady. The the Saints are two and zero on them this year in basically blowouts, especially the second game on a Sunday night game. I think about mid season. But the Bucks are the Bucks look like a different team since then. Uh, they finished the season, I think, four and zero, beating up on a bunch of bad teams. But uh, their offense is back, and um, Tom Brady and Antonio Brown found that connection. Antonio Brown has five touchdowns in the last four games. So the hype is the hype was true. The hype met expectations. They won a playoff game. Their offense is extremely high powered. And the Saints, Saints are kind of going in the other direction to me. I don't, I don't really like their offense as much as the the Bucks. The defense is a little stronger, but I, I'm trusting more Tom Brady than Drew Brees right now. Mm-hmm. I think I'm, I think I'm taking the Bucks in this game. I had the Bucks going to the Super Bowl in my. Uh pre-playoff predictions here. We didn't have an episode for that, though, so yeah. we don't know if I'm actually telling the truth. <laughs> but I think the Bucks are coming on the upswing, like you said, and the Saints are coming back down a little bit. The Bucks have been the, – their offense has been really good the last, like, five weeks. I th- they looked pretty good against the football team last week. I didn't – Saints didn't look crazy to me against against the Bears on the oh, on no, last week. Didn't. I watched it on Nickelodeon. Yeah. <laughs> I watched it on Nickelodeon. That was an interesting that, experience. That game was really close for a lot of the game, considering mm-hmm. the Bay offense is horrific. Mm-hmm. And it should not have been that close. It could have been closer, too, if uh, Sims didn't drop that touchdown. Oh, my gosh. The Bears sold multiple times, too. Like, Yeah. I don't know. The Saints... It's going to take a lot to me, and it's extremely difficult to go 3-0 and on a team. Mm-hmm. Actually, three blowouts, so I'm, this is going to be a close game. It has to be. Yeah. There's no way they blow them out three times in one year. Like, that would be embarrassing. I'm thinking, I'm thinking Tampa wins by, by, like, three or something like that. Yeah, I'm thinking, three like, seven. seven. Yeah, I think, I think yeah, I think we both agree on that one. So, so we both pick Packers, and you have Packers. How, and by how much or how close? Um, I got Packers. Packers by like four. All right, I said I have Packers by three. I said I have Ravens with Justin Tucker hitting the fifty-two yard field goal as time expired. What do you have, Bills? I got Bills by six. Six, and go. then. We both have Tampa, and the last yeah. game we haven't picked is the Cleveland Browns and Kansas City Chiefs. We both want. We both think the Browns are going to cover this the ten point spread, but I'm not going against Patrick Mahomes. Maya is the best player in the league, but yeah. I think I think it's going to be a close game. Yeah, I think it's going to be a close game too. I think they got Chiefs, but like four ish. I wouldn't be surprised though. 
wouldn't be completely surprised if the Chiefs came out and absolutely blew them out. But yeah, that too. I would not be surprised either if they just went crazy. <laughs> but I think it's going to be close. That would be, that would be hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, remember last year the the Chiefs. The Chiefs in the playoffs, like, every single game had to come back down from, like, 14. Yeah. Actually, I don't know, but maybe they don't want to come out flat this time because I remember even in the Super Bowl, they were down by, like, two touchdowns in the fourth quarter. They were down 20 against Houston. I forgot forgot the other game they had. But they were down in it, I think. They were down against Tennessee. So they they don't want to come out flat this year, so – I think you're going to see them a little different, more motivated to not be down by 20 at the half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, that's enough for now. So what, we differed on just one pick, the Baltimore game? All right. Yeah. Uh, we're going we're gonna to close it out with um, just a little shift back to the NBA. I'm gonna, I'll go first. Who do you, I got? I have LeBron winning MVP as of right now. I didn't. I didn't think he was going to before the year, but I mean, they're ten and three right now. They have the best record in the league, and LeBron is doing the exact same thing he did last year. He's gonna be. I thought he was gonna take a step back in the regular season, which he hasn't. He's played every single game, every back to back, which a lot of stars aren't even. So it's clear in my eyes that he's going for all-time stats and more MVPs still at age 36 and they're 10 and three and he's averaging his 25 eight and eight still on the best team in the league but also there's a Luca and Joel Embiid but I'm surprised that LeBron still he's taking the regular season more serious in age 36 than he did in age 30 which is intriguing to me Yeah, I think I'd agree. I, another player that could potentially win MVP if they win enough games is Jokic. He's averaging like 24, 10, and 11 or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, he's averaging a triple-double right now. Yeah, but they're they're not even in the playoffs right now if, if the season ended today, but it's like 10 games in. Yeah, it's to be higher up. If they can get up to like top three, then I think he could be in the running, but – if LeBron's there and plays all the games and puts up his his stats, I don't see how they're not going to give it to him unless unless they give it to Giannis again. But I don't know. Yeah, see, like MVP is weird because like it's like sometimes they just give it to people and like I feel like LeBron <laughs> top three candidate again. Like I just feel like this year they're going to give it to him. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I feel like their voter fatigue is up. Yeah, like it's going to be up for Giannis and then now it's going to be back in LeBron's favor, which is weird. <laughs> but, but they're Luca. I mean, Luca's doing his same exact thing. They just got Kristaps back. They're the Mavs are a sleeper in the West to me. Yeah, but, and Jamal Murray has fallen off from Bubble Murray. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. Th- I didn't really expect him to be Bubble Murray again, though. So. <laughs> Oh, I know that, but like it's it's a big fall off. Yeah, yeah. In the bubble, he was averaging like twenty eight, hitting clutch. Like he was like dominating, and he's averaging nineteen and three assists right now. Yeah, 
I'm not really and and Donovan Mitchell too. Like I'm not really sure. I think they fooled a lot of people mm-hmm. a little bit. But yeah, Jokic, Embiid, Luca, and LeBron, and Kevin Durant. Those are the f- oh Curry too. There's six. Yeah. Six MVP. Did I miss someone? Oh, Giannis has got to be there. Yeah, Giannis. Is there anyone would else? Be, uh, I mean, I would say Jalen or Jason Tatum, but like him and Jalen Brown are about the same right now. Yeah, they're like that's true. I mean, either one of them. I don't think either one of them are over the the top. You know. Yeah. I think they could. They're the, They're one in the East. They're the Celtics are so. Yeah. Really Jalen Brown, they, I mean, they're both averaging, what, in the high 20s right now? The next yeah, 10 years, 26. Yeah, the next 10 years, that's, that's a duo. Mm-hmm. Well, do you think the Celtics can get to the finals this year? I mean, I think they can. I just wouldn't put them over top of the Nets or the, the uh, Bucks right now. I what about – They have the players, but – and if they if they're on like if they're on a roll, then they can. But I don't I don't think they're the favorite. Who would, you, who would you take in a series right now, the Sixers or the Celtics? I don't I don't really know. I think I don't know. I think I would take the. I don't know. I think it'd be a toss up, pretty much. Oh my gosh! Who do you got? Who do you got? I would take I would take the Sixers right now. Yeah. I think Doc Rivers upgraded and Embiid is playing at a very high level like always. But they're a top defensive team and Seth Curry and Tyrese Maxey. I mm-hmm. I think their roster is just it's like more together this year. They have more shooting. They got Danny Green as well, who gets a lot of hate recently, but like he's He's a decent – he's a role player. It's what he is. He's a role player. He's a yeah. nice – he gets a lot of hate like he's some superstar. Like, I mean, <laughs> he hit nine threes the other day. Like, he's a he's a solid role player. Like, I mean, yeah. it's like, I don't Everyone know. I just hated on him because he was on the Lakers. He was on the Lakers and he was missing wide open finals. But, like, he usually – I mean, with the Raptors and Spurs, he was hitting. I mean. Last playoffs, he wasn't as good, but like I feel like the Sixers roster is better constructed right now, and they have a better coach. Yeah, but the Celtics have owned the Sixers recently. And isn't Kemba coming back sometime back soon, or is he back? Already? Huge too. Yeah, the East. You no, know, you notice how you notice how LeBron goes to the West, and then everyone starts running to the East. <laughs> Robert. Uh, I guess. Yeah, I do too. That's what I noticed. Okay, um, thank you. <laughs> what about? All right, so you we we talked about it earlier, but you have Nets, and Nets you have the finals. I have Bucks. So those are our picks, and then I think you have Lakers as well. I have Lakers. Yeah, I do. So, who who is your take right now? Nets or Lakers? I take the Lakers. I mean, they're better. They're going to be better defensively. They have two top five players in the league. The Nets don't have. I don't know if they have any. I don't know. I'd have to rank the players right now. But uh, I think I think KD is definitely back in the top 
three. Yeah, 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 yeah. KD's probably back in it. KD's top. So, I think KD's the second best player in the league to me. Okay. He's right back there. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, second. I think I just take the Lakers. <laughs> yeah, they have the two top five players, and then they also have, like, six men and the yeah. – uh, in the voting for six men last year. Who Schroeder starts now, but they're just more deeper. We got mm-hmm. Caruso, Kuzma off the bench again. Pope, Matthews, Montrez, Harrell, Marcus Soul. Like, like they just have a lot of really good role players and yeah, together. Tucker, yeah, Horton Tucker, and the, I mean now they have the experience together, and the Nets don't. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be interesting. All yeah. right, that was a good episode. Yeah. See you, Robert. See ya. With the chips in the dip, man. (laughs) Oh, shoot. (laughs) Are you sour? I haven't ended yet, y'all. All All right. Peace out, everyone. Oh!